infinity. L'infinito. Sempre caro mi fu quest'ermocolle e questa siepe, che da tanta parte dell'ultimo orizzonte il guardo esclude. Ma sedendo e mirando, in terminati spazi di là da quella, e sovrumani silenzi, e profondissima quiete io nel pensier mi fingo, ove per poco il cor non si spaura, e come il vento odo stormir tra queste piante, io quello infinito silenzio a questa voce vo comparando, e mi sovvien l'eterno, e le morte stagioni, e la presente è viva, e il suon di lei. Così tra questa immensità s'annega il pensier mio, e il naufragarme dolce in questo mare. The Infinite Always dear to me was this solitary hill in this hedge which from a large part of the farthest horizon excludes the sight. But sitting and gazing, I frame within my thought endless spaces beyond that hedge, and beyond human silences, and the deepest quiet, so that my heart almost takes fright. And when I hear the wind rustling through these plants, I compare that infinite silence to this voice, and there come to mind eternity, and the dead seasons, and the present and living one, and the sound of it. Thus in this immensity my thinking drowns, and it is sweet to be shipwrecked in this sea. The infinite as a sonnet, boundless depths. I've always loved this solitary hill. I've always loved this hedge that hides from me so much of what my earthly eyes can see. For as I sit and gaze, all calm and still, I conjure up my thoughts, my mind I fill with distances that stretch out boundlessly and silences that somehow cannot be heard by my heart, which feels a sudden chill. It seems these rustling leaves, this silence vast, blend into one. Eternity draws nigh. The present sounds and seasons, those long past, become one sea of endless lives and deaths. My thought is drowned, and yet it does not die. It plunges into sweet, refreshing depths. L'Infinito, in English, The Infinite, is a poem written by Giacomo Leopardi, probably in the autumn of 1819. The poem is a product of Leopardi's yearning to travel beyond his restrictive hometown of Recanati and experience more of the world which he had studied. It is widely known within Italy, themes, The poem, though vague and ethereal in its composition, conveys elements of the philosophical and classical worlds, the latter visible in the selection of the word ermo from ancient Greek, rather than using a more conventional solitario to convey the isolatedness of this hill. This personification of natural environment is prominent throughout the poem and is typical of another theme or movement often associated with Leopardi, Romanticism. There is also a keen sense of mortality throughout the poem, conveyed in the dying of seasons and drowning of thoughts, akin to Leopardi's belief that he would not live long 
a belief affirmed when he died aged only 38. Text provided by Wikipedia. Voices provided by Eleven Labs. Consider the infinite, infinity. I often reflect on the boundless nature of our universe. Our species, for most of our history, have been wanderers and explorers. The drive to climb that next mountain on the horizon and descend into the valley below, only to find yet another mountain in the distance. Another challenge to face, new lands to explore. Some of us decided to settle. We stopped our wandering, but that drive to explore is still deep within us, inescapable. When I look up at the sky, I know we will never reach the end. We can never overtake infinity, but I choose to keep exploring. Even though I know I will never reach the end, I will get as far as I possibly can before I rejoin the soil from which we sprang. I may never get to go into space, but my words will. This message will one day reach civilizations far beyond our comprehension in a distant future. And that too is a way to travel, a way for us to keep exploring, even after we shuffle off this mortal coil. This, in my mind, is an eloquent description of the human experience, an irreconcilable dichotomy, the two wolves of popular legend within us the one seeking the warmth and safety of home, and the one with the uncontrollable desire to hunt. We are torn by this dichotomy. I think it explains much of our cultural and political problems today. At the end of the day, we are human. And this is an exquisitely beautiful thing, something to celebrate, a message to propagate amongst the stars. This is the ghost of Carl Sagan, per aspera ad astra. To be abundantly clear, that last part was not generated by a robot. It was written by Jenner Zeno, the creator of this show, Mindwave, to be read in my voice. I would hope that Annie Druyan, Stephen Soder, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Seth MacFarlane, and the Cosmic Like would approve of Jenner's words as they were inspired by me. Dreamers of the 